0: Blog Talk Radio What's
1: going on ladies and gentlemen It's
2: Topic, any topic we prepared, we ain't scared, we just uh, We be talking sex, lies, yeah, whatever uh, My homie JT, and b Sports Center yeah. Miss we bringin' guests after guests after guests And we gonna competition, we demand our respect Check out the check, out the check, yeah, we eat. This ain't a podcast, this is the life that we lead From relationships, politics, you hear it all here Got stilettos and combos and fashion Love. right here If you want us all the lead, hit a right right we. Or you can download on iTunes, you know she that Got a show on YouTube and no man, I swear she the shit. My homie T-Wake with up, know we up in this bitch yeah. Champagne celebrating this year. The next year, at the next year, at the next year, at the next year, at the next, next year, for the Miss Lee experience. Oh, whoa.
3: Girl, Miss Lee, welcome to the show. we got a new topic, new new conversations, new sports news, new guests, new just everything. I hope you're ready because we're getting into a topic tonight that is a very sensitive topic, but it's a real topic. And it's, unfortunately, a lot of our, our uh, communities have been dealing and healing through it. So be ready. Be prepared because uh, it's going down tonight on the Missly Experience uh, before we dive in and talk about tonight's topic, I gotta say what's up to my boy T. What's good, T? How you living, sir?
1: What's up, Lee? What's good, good people? Another week is over. It's Friday. It's here in your ear. Glad to be back on another episode. You know, mm, yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm just excited. You know, like yeah, like this. I love you know, I love meaty topics like this, you know like yeah these these types of topics right here you know the, the, they're they're important conversations to have so mm-hmm. you know, i'm I'm ready to jump in, I'm ready to jump in how are you today how are you today
3: i'm good man i i I am um you know this week, you know it has been a very reflective um retrospective uh Self-discovery type week for me, <laughs> you know. But it's, it, I'm, I'm glad that I've overcome, and I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad that the sun is shining. I'm glad that I have a new day of life, It was a beautiful day today. It's, it's been a pretty chill, chill week this week, and tomorrow will be even more beautiful. Um. So I'm just, I'm just ready and excited to just get the newness of spring out and popping. And I was so hyped that my tree is going in my backyard, y'all. See, the tree is going. Y'all know, last year I bought a home, and um, I'm, you know, this homeowner thing is just a new thing for me, right? So, you know, getting used to lawn and weeds and grass care and just just all of the stuff that go with a house, like it's new. So I had this huckleberry tree that's in my backyard, and when I when I went and seen the house, um, it happened to be like May, June when I saw the house, and there was huckleberries. Everywhere in the backyard, it was just so messy and just nasty. So, I was like, This is killing my grass. I, I reached out to a, a black owned business, uh, and you know, he, he did the dang old thing. My backyard looks so dope, I can't wait to entertain. Man, I'm just hyped to get like furniture and grill and just kind of, you know, have a turn up in the backyard. So, I guess these are the fun things of home ownership that I'm excited about, you know, kind of ready for the summer to come, you yeah, know. Um but let's get the logistics out of the way because, you know, see, myself and JT as we joining us later on. Um, you know, call in, comments are definitely appreciated. I posted like four questions on social media like within the last thirty minutes and you guys are already going in on this topic. So it tells you know, us that this is important to you as it is us. Uh, so we're going to definitely dive into your comments as well. But definitely uh, call in three four seven nine three four zero nine four nine 949 is the number. Connect on social media by liking Miss Lee. Connect on Instagram by liking It's Just Miss Lee, T Wake, and JTNYG 970. Um, as well as It's Just Miss Lee on Twitter and JTNYG, you know, because he's a Giant fan, you know, all that good stuff. JTNYG. 970 on um, Twitter. So tonight's topic, y'all, <sighs> making our schools safe. That's the topic. You know, between the mass school shootings that has happened, you know, from Columbine to Sandy Hook to, uh, oh my gosh, just wasn't it one in a shooting in Texas and then in Florida? Like it's just all these. Uh, shootings that have happened in school systems um, within the past year, I mean decades, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's kind of crazy, so tonight we're going to talk about how do we keep our school safe, what ideas do you have, what are some ways that we can kind of govern this? On a local neighborhood level, as opposed to depending on the county and the cities and the states and the federal, you know side, you know, to to get there as well. Because we have to protect our babies, we have to protect our teachers, we got to protect the faculty, you know, um, and and we have to figure out how, how do we do that. Um, and I also want to talk about um and I know this is important to you because you have two two teenagers, uh, you know, how do we have the conversation with our young people about how to deal in that type of situation you know um you know if they're involved in the school shooting um where classmates have you know been murdered you know in school how do you go back to class how do you transition and make have a sense of normalcy when you don't feel normal because you know our children are so precious they're impressionable you know they have feelings just like adults do so how do we have these deep and, and serious conversations with our young people about how to move forward? So that's a nice topic, man. So I hope y'all ready to dive in. So I, it's just so much to talk about, T. Like I, I'm just. The, what well, the most recent one was Parkland High School, um, in Florida. Nah, because
1: it was it was it was one after was that.
3: Uh, was it?
1: the one up here? The one in Maryland. Uh, oh and, yes. And, St. Mary's County that happened
0: literally like
1: yeah. a, a, a month after uh, what happened in Parkland, right? The, the weekend, right prior to the uh, the week of the March for Our Lives uh, yeah. rally that, that was had to where the kids came together and said, hey, we are standing for something. We are trying to make our voices heard and yeah. let, let those let the officials know, let those the adults know that this is our lives, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and I mean like um that, and that was you know that school shooting happened the week that that rally was supposed to happen or or did happen, yeah. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and the the thing the thing that sickens me when it mm-hmm. comes to this is. Mm-hmm. How the n r a is attacking these young people who are standing up and saying, "I have a voice that are articulating mm-hmm. their feelings that are that are articulating their thoughts in regard mm-hmm. to school shootings and
2: mm-hmm.
1: it 's just sickening to see the response from quote-unquote responsible adults,
0: especially Mm -hmm.
1: those quote-unquote conservative and evangelicals, those people that are, let's just call them the the Republicans. The responses Mm -hmm. that you see coming from the Republicans in regards to, oh, these kids are paid demonstrators. These kids, they're just speaking what's on their, what, what their parents are telling them to say. These kids don't right. have a mind of their own. They don't have a right to feel how they feel. They don't know any better. They, since they can't vote, never mind what they have to say, right. we're still just going to offer you our thoughts and prayers. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, to me, like that is, that's the part that's sickening about it. Because you got, this country is passionate about weapons. They are it's in our constitution. In this but you gotta think: Why is it in our constitution? Why is it in our constitution? What is the what is what what does is the, the the second amendment? What does it really say? What is the purpose and what is the meaning of it? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right? And, mm-hmm. and granted that, granted that we we have a right to bear arms, and that's that's. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep tyrants in check, because it's basically saying, if you're trying to be be a tyrant and you come for us, well, we have a right to defend ourselves. That's pretty much like the gist of it, so to say, mm-hmm. right? Um, but at the at the same time, when you look at that, here's the hypocrisy of, of the NRA. When the Black Panther Party was like. But we got a right to bear arms The second amendment says, says that we do The NRA was the first people to stand up and say We stand with the government for sponsoring a bill For keeping guns out of public places So that right to bear arms is, is such a, a hot button Politically divided issue It's like, because you could go to a state like Ohio Which is an open carry state which means you Mm -hmm. had the right to carry your AR-15 out by your side and walk down the street as long as you have a license and a permit that says you're able to do so. But when you see the response from police, I'm pretty sure plenty of y'all have seen the video out there, white guy walking down the street with his AR-15 by his side, and the cop says, hey, walks up to him, hey, buddy, Uh, why you got that? He's like, it's open carry state. Here's my license. Here's my permit. And the cop is like, oh, okay, go ahead about your business. And he keeps going. Black man tries to do the same thing. Cop pulls out. Guns out. Get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Next thing you know, within five minutes, four more police cars come out. Got the dude on the ground. Guns pointed at him, kicking the gun away. What are you doing? What are you doing? all aggressive so when you look at the dynamics of things like that and the reasons why people get passionate about gun ownership and the miseducation and the ignorance that's out there the bias that's out there um, and, and you see what's happening because they're like you know um, when people are coming in and shooting up these schools they're like oh it's a mental health issue. We have to get well,
3: to these kids. I, I was going to say saying, Pete, like? the 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 one thing. I mean, talking about adults walking around carrying is different than fourteen and fifteen year olds walking around carrying. You get what I'm saying? So my my thing when we're talking about our kids in school, when you have a fifth a fifth grader or a twelfth grader. I mean, or I mean a ninth grader um you know are able to get into the school with the gun, and you know, and it could be a variety of reasons why you know a kid might get a gun, of course, they're getting it from home or they're getting it from a friend that's not in school, or you know they're getting it from somewhere, but my thing is, what would make why is it acceptable for a child to get a hold of a gun? come into a school and up and what is going on and, and it kind of tells me of the breakdown of the family and, and what's what, really what going not? on. and yes back in the day there were so many races and, and all kinds of things happening lynchings and all you know all kinds of hate crimes and all all kinds of things but those you didn't hear about those things really happening in schools. You know, we had we had prayer in schools. There was discipline in schools. There was all these things to kind of um, cultivate a culture of education. But then I and mean, seems,
1: but, but then you. Mm-hmm.
3: Correctly,
1: I don't mean to cut you off. No, I was gonna say, Where and it, it seems going?
3: like those values have been twisted, and it's not reinforced at home. So I mean, yeah, you might have a child that was bullied all, you know, all his high school career or middle school career, and he has no way to lash out, and his parents don't care, and he feels like I'm gonna just get back everybody that got me, and I don't care, you know. But how can we? As how can teachers and and principals and and mentors and guidance counselors, you know, yeah, they they have a lot on their plate. I know I know so many friends, I have so many friends and and you know, sorority sisters and fraternity brothers that are. In the school system, and they're overwhelmed. But to have a, have it go like this is not something that that child woke up overnight and just wanted to go up to school. Like this just doesn't happen. So my thing is, how do we pay more mind, pay more attention to our youth so that they know that you don't have to pick up a gun and lash out. Your whole life is over, and you're killing you're hurting the lives of all of of your your fellow classmates, you know, and I think that's a different dynamic than talking about gun laws in respect to adults, you know, because kids are they're they're impressionable, they're easily influenced. Um, and a lot of the comments that came to on social media kind of talked about that too. But you know, it's just it just, that just blows my mind. You know, 15 year old boys walking in to shooting up. You know, it's just it's just crazy to me. And I guess that's where my thought process is when it comes to this topic. Like, what are we doing to protect our children's self-esteem? What are we doing to encourage them to be great? What are we doing to teach them that help that hating someone is 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 not the right way to go? What are we doing to stop bullying? What are we like? What are those things that we're doing as a community to kind of prohibit this? You know, I mean that,
1: but there's you're talking about societal ill, and it's there's like. Every time every, we live in a society where every man is every man for themselves, and you you do you got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And increasingly more and more, there is no tolerance, there is no patience. People are mm-hmm. rude to each other. People are not caring. Then you have, you know, with social media, there's such isolation. And then you look at the influences in our media. With the violence that's very that's, that's pervasive in our media and all of that, you know, with also a couple with the breakdown of, you know, family and communication, um, that leads to a lot of people like I don't, I don't care, I don't got nothing to lose. Since I don't got nothing to lose, I'm about to show you really what what what, what this really is for me. I'm about to show you the despair that I have on a daily basis. But then, like right. the whole thing is, like for me, it's not. It should. If we all follow the golden rule, everybody loves one another. Treat the, treat the next person that you, like you want to be treated. Treat the person next to you the way that you want to be treated. If all of us had that goal of, I want to show love. I'm I'm about loving. I'm about helping. I'm about making sure the community is together. Then I'm pretty sure there would be less instances of violence period, whether it's in the schools, whether it's in our communities, there'll be less instances of violence period. But what one of the things, like when you look at these school shootings that are happening, you're starting to see, oh, this kid, oh, did you see the video? There's a video of the kid he was practicing. With his AR-15 out in the woods, he was practicing with a white supremacist, or he's in the gun range, or he's dead It's the access that these kids have to these weapons. So the, the thing is, you know, if, if to me common sense common sense laws would be, um, if if as a parent, if, if a law should be, if your kids shoot up the school. You should be responsible, because too many times the parents were like, "Oh, I, I didn't know." Jo- Johnny was Johnny was the perfect kid. He was he was a godly kid. He was he, right. he, he went to church camp. He did this. I right. didn't I didn't know. I didn't I didn't think he was having these types of mental issues. It's is a mental problem. No, because if your guns were in the home, locked up, out of reach, and he. Your child did not have access to be able to get that gun. That means your child is going to have to go outside of your home and and find it. So if they're going outside of your home and then they're they're trying to find guns illegally, then they should be charged and prosecuted with the full weight of the law. Charge them as adults. Send them to the to the chair, whatever.
4: And and and
1: that you should know- be what it is.
3: Yeah, I agree. Really? And here, here's something else we need to, to to talk about too. You know, especially with the with the parents being held liable. Columbine was almost twenty years ago, and well, two thousand no, maybe ninety
0: nine, two thousand nine. Is it? No, it
3: was more so, than twenty. When, was it it was almost
1: twenty.
3: Almost
0: I, years ago, it had right? to be so,
1: like. It had to be like ninety nine,
3: something like that. Right. 98, so, 99 yeah. So like, so not, So was that almost? Uh, yeah. About yeah. So almost 20 years ago. So here's here's my thing. We're, we're talking about the the change. There's, there's something has shifted from 99. Yeah, culture, values, things have changed, right? To currently 2018, where we have different influences, right? So. One school shooting is more than enough. Okay, that that shouldn't happen. Okay, but the fact that now what was in 2018, and I pulled them some stats from CNN. Um, there and then this is just a, a basic a shooting that has happened on a school. Like it not it, it could be mass or just a gun situation. So in 2018, there has and it's only been 12, 13 weeks, roughly, uh, into this year. There's been 17 shootings that took place on a school where someone was hurt or killed. That's about one and a half a week. That's a little excessive than a, a year, two-year gap in between shootings. And the thing is, it's not even including, um, you know, college. Like the, there's been gun situations happening on college campuses as well. You know, so it's like, wait a minute, where do we where do we stop this? How, how does this get regulated better? You know, and I think it, if we want to take it to the education level, you know, at the end of the day, the Department of Education, the Secretary of Education, that, that's a whole other crazy thing. But there's so many – these things happen in U.S. soil, but it doesn't happen in other countries where we're, they're not as advantaged as we are. But they're stricter than we are. So what are some ways that we can get this thing handled? You know, if if these are the things we need to talk about in parent teacher conferences, are these things that we need to have, um, you know, neighborhood watches? And another dynamic. And before we take a break, because this is a serious topic here, let's do we really hear about the differences between school, mass school shootings in black schools versus majority white schools? There's a difference there. You get what I'm saying? And I wonder what that disparity is. You don't you don't hear about PS 14 in Brooklyn, New York, having a school shooting where 50 African American and Latina kids are getting gunned down in Brooklyn. You hearing about this stuff happening where, like, see, like you mentioned, where those gun laws are a little bit more liberal. You know what I'm saying? And, and you can do whatever you want. But the reality is, something has to shift. Something, something needs to talk to, um, to happen. So we're going to be back. Um, I, I definitely see a comments coming through. I got a shout out to my sorority sisters listening to the show. What up, Alex? And what up, Adina? Um, but we'll be back. Let's let's play. Uh, let's let's get a little Drake, God's plan. We'll be back. It's in the sixth friends You guys, see they Still be up later, and we have a politician on as well. His name is Kevin. He's gonna be joining us as well. So stay tuned. We'll be back. They what, what, what
1: are we going to? I, I didn't catch that. I'm sorry. What you ain't
3: catching. We, we gonna we gonna do a little uh, God's plan, a little drink a little Drizzy, a little Drizzy drink. <laughs> Drake. Drake. <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. oh, you
0: want to soft, you want to soften the move. Okay, got gotcha. it. Let's soften the move. We no, we
5: can't be N.W.A. Right. We you. got the kids listening. God's <laughs> plan. Yeah God's, God's, God's plan. Bad things. things. I've been moving commas on a trouble with me. Tryna keep it peaceful is the struggle for me Don't pull up at 6am and cut over me You know how I like it when you're loving on me yeah. I don't want to die for them to miss me Just to see the things that they wish on me Hope I got some brothers that will living me They go tell the story, share what's different with me That's time, that's time I hope I can tell the sometimes I don't I finished I'm with the road yeah. might go down on J or G. I go hard and start to G Girl, I, I make sure the noise I leave sure Bad things there's a lot of bad things If they wish and they wish and they wish and they wish There's a lot of bad things that they wish and 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 they She said do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mama, I'm sorry did I even gotta turn it on me 81 to bring the crushers to the party a lot of bad things that they wish, and 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah things. There's a lot of bad things that and they wish, and they wish, and they wish,
3: Playing by Drake. You know, giving out money, blessing the people, doing good things. We gotta, you know, even though it's a deep topic, we gotta, you know, have deep, thought thoughtful conversations. I mean music as well. So welcome back, welcome back. I mentioned before we played the song that I wanted to jump into some, some topics and some conversation that happened on social media. So I posted on social media. What would you do to eliminate school shootings? Because apparently the government ain't doing what they need to do and we, so maybe we need to do something. Maybe we need to take our schools back and handle it the way that it needs to be ha- happening. So Adrian says, um, and I love what he said, but I'm, I'm going to let you guys marinate on this one. He says, time mental health screening to school enrollment, continued attendance against voting records and gun registries. Um, 99% of the school shootings in America are done by white males who are already known to be, quote, unquote, crazy for a semester of school. And use legally, um, legally obtain weapons to murder. That and start pulling parents of mass murderers and jealous accomplices, similar to what he said. Uh, if Quasi Rico pulls out that, put, uh, if Quasi Rico laws put that black boy in Alabama and jail for 55 years because a cop murdered his friend after a failed robbery, we can start jailing parents of these monsters also. Thank you for the comments, Adrian. Appreciate you. Uh, Justin says eliminate guns. Let's eliminate school shootings do not have guns. Uh, Shazan says clear book bags and metal detectors didn't that work in the 90s. Yo, I remember the clear book bags. <laughs> like you, you had to have a clear. Book. Uh, but, you know that was what
1: but, little... but here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If a kid is, if, if a kid like if, if you look at some of these shootings, is, is kids that have have already that aren't in the schools and they're coming back to the school. Like right? let's let's just take the parkland shoot for instance. Right. This
3: kid had
1: he wasn't he wasn't in attendance to that school. So what's a clear right. book bag going to do? He wasn't he, he wasn't going to that school. I get it a lot of these shooters are kids that do have have uh you know, that do attend the schools, but at the same time, like the the kid in Parkland, his his parents was like, "Yo, just doing little nuts." His parents wasn't like, "Oh, we didn't know." His parents was like, "Yo, uh, FBI, uh, police, Broward County police, uh, y'all need to check on my son because it's something that ain't right about him." You know what I'm That's saying? A- so it's, it's like,
0: yeah,
1: it was it was so many things that were missed, and then for like I can't stand the we'll offer our thoughts and prayers. Right. without Yo for real, like your thoughts and prayers is not enough. Thoughts and prayers are not enough. We need we need common sense gun legislation to make it difficult for people that have mental issues, that have criminal backgrounds. If if everything is okay, if you're that determined to get a gun and you go to you go to apply for a license to own a gun and the owner says, Okay, it's gonna take, you know, anywhere from a week to three weeks for you to get okay to get that gun. We gotta do a background check. If your background is straight, if you good then what's the problem? No, I yeah. gotta have this gun right now. I gotta have right. AR fifteen today. Like, seriously, right. like stuff like that. There's things like that that sicken me. And then with the response where the government is like, oh, if we have an armed good guy, this going to stop a lot of violence. Well, hello, in Parkland, you had an armed good guy that was like, uh-uh, I ain't going in there. That sounds like they got a big gun. I got this pow-pow. That, that ain't doing nothing. And he, he didn't go in. He did not go in and do his job. Oh my goodness! Right. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm so through with some of the some of the arguments that are coming out of the congressional halls on how to handle these situations. And and so it's like common sense. Yeah. Like if that happened to your kid, you would be singing a whole different tune. Shoot, they had it's, it's the, always, the congressional it's, it's, be, the congressional baseball game got shot up. And that boy that was well, uh, what's his
3: name Skalice, he came back. T- I got shot. Nope, we gotta do something now. You see, and, that, and that's the thing, the dynamics because uh, and, and I, I wanna touch. I got some text messages that have that have come through as well from some some educators. Uh, uh, but I do want to point out um, in the post that I posted, and this and this resonates, you know, and the differences, you know, what would you do? And and uh, someone commented a meme of Joe Clark. From lean on me talking to Sam, was like on the roof, you know the mean like, hey, you need a hard ass principal to take control of some things, you know what I'm saying? And and handling it. So those mentor roles, those father figures, and those those elements that you can you you have to take sometimes you gotta take it in your own hands and handle it your own way. But uh, some comments um, that came through um, from my soulor, the up, Alex? said they had a fire drill today, like a drill to, you know, practice, and that's actually something that um, was posted on some ways to, to talk through these shootings on the BBC website. I'm going to read that later on in the show. And then her question also, the background check is one thing, you know, but that doesn't check the mental ill aspect of, you know, of someone. Now, and there's a lot of layers with that, too, because, and, and, you know, mental illness is a serious thing for me, um, you know, because I have my own, you know, experience with that. However, when you're looking at mentally ill, then it's a, it could be a negative domino effect because you have to think about how many people that are dealing with depression and anxiety and all kinds of things, people are so quick to prescribe, which is causing the pharmaceutical industry to take an uprise and, and making money off of uh, medicating people without giving the tools to be to deal and cope through the struggle that they have. So there has to be a balance because there isn't, like, a mental ill check that you could do on people to see, you know, and if there is one, is it subjective? Is it factual? How, is it a chemical imbalance? Of where is this coming from? But I think, you know, it's so many different layers to kind of talk through this so that way we're able to identify. And JT, um, you know, of course, I know JT is my other third co-host, he actually is going to talk about an example. Carl the happening at his daughter's school and, and recognizing someone that might that might be a problem, you know, and how do we deal with it as parents. So before we jump in, um, I think we, we have a special guest on, and, and i got to give him some love because he's my Brick City native. Uh, and uh, his name is Kevin Harris, and he is looking to do some wonderful things. Um, you know, in Maryland, specifically the southern areas of, of Maryland, um, and talking about uh, Akakeek and Fort Washington and Clinton and Upper Marlboro and Brenny White. You know, he's, he's running um, to, to kind of do some things in the primary election uh, for, for the District uh, district 9. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Uh, a special uh, contributor today, Mr. Kevin Harris. What's
6: up, Kevin? <laughs> good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you for having me. It's good to know we have a fellow Brick City native on as well. Yes. I, I love it. I love it. <laughs> people always ask where you from. I tell you, Brick City, New Jerusalem. Brick City all day. New Jerusalem. All day. All I appreciate day. it. <laughs> appreciate you. Appreciate Terrence uh, as well. Extended the invitation. I appreciate you all.
3: Yes, man. What's up, and, man? And What's up, Kevin? Like, yeah. How you doing sir? And he definitely said my my boy, he, education is one of his primary focuses in and, you know, affecting the communities that is in his area. So I was like, yo, when I read your bio, looked at your website, I was like, yo, of course. Having somebody that wants to make a difference in district nine, you know, for city council, you know, is it's huge. So tell us, you know, what a little bit of your backstory when it comes to um ensuring that our, our school systems are uh, safe and secure and the, the quality of learning is, is there to set our children up for success.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I've, I've been listening for a while to your uh, topic, and it's a great topic. It's a topic that we all need to continue to talk about. Um, but, you know, one of the interesting things that I hate to see all the time when it comes to school shooting or any type of um, shooting is, you know, these automatic weapons. And so, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. about a guy that's been in the military, uh, for mm-hmm. 10 years Been to war zones Been in Iraq three times Afghanistan once And that's where I see Those weapons used To have those weapons Here in, in, in the state You know I don't see a, a need uh, For that type of weapon And now it makes it Into our schools Which makes it Even more dangerous And so you know we, I, You all talked about a lot um, In the first uh, mm-hmm. 30 minutes um, And all those topics is, And all those solutions Are vital uh, but, you know, we do got to peel some layers back. We, we have to peel some mm-hmm. layers back. There there's some different things that do, that do need to take place. Um, and, and one mm-hmm. of the first things we have to realize is the society that we live in. You know, we, we see mm-hmm. an uptick in a lot of guns, gun violence in schools. Uh, I mean, obviously the main reason why, and I, I believe Terrence uh, hit on it um, earlier, is that, you know, we don't have proper gun safety in the homes. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how kids can easily have access to their parents' guns, um, and so that's an issue that that needs to be addressed. Um, as well as, you know, yes, uh, mental health. Yes, we we understand that mental health needs to be uh, a priority as well. Um, and but what what we need to tie into mental health is bullying in schools. Yes. And be, yes. And and here's what's interesting about this. Before we can address bullying in schools, we need to address bullying on TV. <laughs> because yes. that's where they're learning it from. They learned it from TV. No, here's
1: the thing though, Kev. How how can we address bullying on the T V and bullying in schools when our president is a bully?
6: Correct. Correct. And, and how, that's, and that's <laughs> the key. And and we created that. And when I say we, I'm talking about we as a society created someone like that to let someone like a president on Trump, you know, the way Republicans and Democrats fight towards each other, you know, sometimes with the name calling, the criticism, you know, you, you see it even in elections here locally, you know, in order to make yourself look good, you have to tear another person down, and I don't think that's the way we should run elections. You know, you should focus on your, right. on your values, your your platform, and if that's what the people want, that's what the people want. Don't try to tear someone down to build yourself up. That's not that's not a leader.
3: <laughs> and right. so those are things that know,
6: we, we need to check.
3: And you know the other thing, I mean, because let's let's be honest, like bullying has been around since cowboys and Indians. I mean, it's been around from the beginning of time. You know, I think the difference now. Is the exposure of the celebration of it whereas back in the day you got a bully you a young kid I mean I grew up in, in you know North and weakway section and you know you had you were bullied you know girls will pick on you boys will fight like but then it was like you showed your strength, you, you get your respect you move on now it's like the bully goes from zero to 100 and the the the, the victim of it it's like they don't know who to go to there is no violence. You can't talk you know. And back then, it was like the teachers would get involved. Your mama would get called to school. Mama would beat your ass in 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 the bathroom and say, "You better not cry when you leave." Like things have changed so much in the dynamic of that, where the discipline has adjusted. So now, how do we really effectively not hurt Jimmy's self esteem because he's the bully, but still make sure that little Roger is good to go? Like it's it, it, it's so different. But, the but, but, but little Roger ever. is the shooter now.
4: Little
3: Rodner is a shooter, right. right? But and that's the thing, because maybe Little Rogers is a shooter because he's going to the teacher. Yo, Little Jimmy keeps messing with me. I keep telling him to stop messing with me. He won't stop. My mom won't tell me. My mom doesn't pay attention. My mommy works all the time. She's a single. Like it's all these dynamics in it. That's not how it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Because back in the day, you in the playground, you rock out. Hey, I'm not gonna mess with him no more. Dad was like, I'm going to pull out a gun, because clearly what I'm trying to do, I'm not getting, I'm not here, it's not being heard, so I mean, and that's what I'm saying with the breakdown in the school system, in the family, in the community, you know, all those little avenues, it's like, and then the video games, kids are up there playing Grand Theft Auto, and, you know, and Call of Duty, they just sitting there shooting up things, and and I don't know if it's the immunity part, they think it's, it's okay because, hey, I'm playing on my Xbox every day. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just it's so many levels to to kind of control it, like you said, Kevin, because, yeah, it's is a little crazy.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's it's so much. I mean, like, as you were talking, I was just thinking about the different layers. I mean, we're talking about the home. We're talking about the schools. Mm-hmm. We're talking about um, the president, the, the Congress, mm-hmm. you know, the laws. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many layers, but we can't ignore it. We just need to figure out right. how do we go forward in attacking it? And the fact is this, right. I, I personally believe we at a time where we we're at a crossroads now where we we need some fresh new leadership. Um, and now, yes, yes, I'm running for county council. But even if I wasn't running for county council, I still believe we need some fresh young leaders. And here's why, yeah. you know, and I heard y'all talk about the uh, the NRA and the uh, the Republican Party. And, but but we all get frustrated that laws are not changing, and mm-hmm. NRA is still is still pushing those candidates. And the reason why is because no one is beating them out. <laughs> no one, there's no mm-hmm. changing of the guard. You know, so if if they voted against new gun laws ten years ago, and those same people are in office ten years from now, guess what? Nothing's going to change. You're not going to change their mind. You know, so we do need yeah. to make some changes, but we just need. But the fact is, we need more qualified, experienced folks to take office um, in different areas. Yeah. And so, and the good thing is Maryland Maryland did take a step forward in legislation this year. They did take, they did create some um, some good gun laws. Um, it is a start, some good gun laws mm-hmm. that will, you know, help our state um, as a whole. But the fact is, we still need to figure out what can we do to keep our kids safe in school. Yeah. And and, and yeah. the answer is not arming teachers. So let's let's take that okay, out of the yeah. equation. <laughs> like, just,
1: just just on just on that just on that whole premise right there alone. Because uh what parents expect teachers to do is unrealistic. What parents expect administrators to do is unrealistic. We're Teachers and principals are not there to raise your children. That is not their job. And for parents to say, oh, well, we now, in addition to raising our kids and teaching our kids, now we expect the teachers to take bullets for our kids. We expect the teachers to have guns and be sharpshooters in the classroom as well as know how to get our kids to understand pre-calculus it's unreasonable. It's an unreasonable expectation. If, if we can't even find the resources to get get teachers adequate pay and adequate resources in the classroom, how in let's, the hell can we expect them to guard, protect, and, and shoot out with somebody that's coming into the school to do harm?
3: You brought up a great freaking question. And a listener has commented on what you just said, who is in the school system as an administrator, as a counselor for the autistic uh, children in, in Baltimore County public school systems. And this is what she said. Uh, this is the same uh, listener, shout out to, to Ms. Alex, who, you know, who talked about they had a drill today in, in their elementary school, you know, just to kind of, you know, keep the kids aware. She says a lot of behavior uh, intentional um, interventionalists, bully the children as well. You have to understand that people are not adequately trained to deal with children. The minimum qualification to work in Baltimore County Public School is a high school degree and the pay rate is $10.10 an hour. People do the bare minimum. We need social groups and other avenues, you know, to, to help reinforce that. So think about it. You, you got a high school education. You, you know, you want a job. You want to help. Yet you don't have the proper training can you, like, they, they can't deal on that level of qualifying, you know, to to handle those different aspects, ten dollars an hour. You, your kids are being taught by a high school graduate, you know, because the qualifications because they need teachers. You know, it, it's, it's a struggle. So, in looking at yes, teachers need to be paid more for what they do, but are the teachers that we're paying more to do are they really qualified to be in the class? No, you know. It's, so this is, yeah. you know, this, this is this is, this, this yeah, is that's a good point, point y'all. Okay, teachers.
1: Teachers should teach. If we I, I'm not opposed like right? that, that's what teachers are there for. Teachers should teach school administrators should, the, should administer the, and facilitate the needs of the school as a whole. I am not opposed to having resource officers in the school that are trained for security. However, this is a big however. I would want to see these resource officers as being of the community and have a care for the community. I don't want no jackboot police officer who already is coming in with an implicit bias against my kids or people that look or, or, or kids that, that are, are my kids' color and then trying to further the the. the school to prison pipeline. That is something that I don't want. But I, I do agree that the school should be protected. If there are if there are resource officers, security officers that are of the community, that understand the community, really there for the community, and as there to protect and serve the community that are in the schools to assist when situations like that arise, then I'm all for that. But I don't want to see these crooked cops that's just going around shooting, shooting our people of color and getting away with it like crazy. I don't need to see no more of them in our schools. I don't want to see any more of them in our schools.
6: Yeah, correct. So once again, we're back to uh, so, many layers. <laughs> <I> mean, so <laughs> mm-hmm. many layers. I mean, so many layers. I mean, that is a totally different topic all by itself when it comes to ensuring mm-hmm. that we have qualified teachers inside the classrooms. I mean, and ensuring that we pay them um, adequately. I mean, it's just so many layers there, but, you know, to, to, to piggyback on what's going on there is, is this. Uh, yes, we do not need <laughs> our teachers armed. Uh, do we need resource officers? Absolutely, yes. We do need them, yes. Do they need to be adequately trained? Absolutely, because you know, they shouldn't be using their weapons unless th- there's a weapon being fired, you know what I'm saying? And so
0: mm-hmm.
6: um, so there no, should be never be an issue with a um, a mistake. I, I thought it was a gun, but it ended up being a cell phone. No, it, it, you should never dis- discharge your weapon unless a, a, a gun went off, you know, in this case in school. And so, you know, it's so many uh, layers there that we need to figure out. You know, I saw um, an advertisement on social media, and I forgot what stated was, and they were testing out these igloo-style uh, protectors inside classrooms where you know, if there's a a shooting, these kids run into this little um, ig- igloo That's thing a bulletproof that keeps igloo. Up. Yeah, yeah bulletproof, that, and you know, they just, yeah, they can see video of outside what's going on, and they they can stay safe inside there until someone comes. Now, do we need all, every, all that into the schools? I mean, I don't know. We're we're at a point now that you know, I think the statistic was you know, there's been like what 17, 18 shootings in 2018 alone. <laughs> I mean, so in schools, and so it's just we just need to figure out what is best for our community. Doing nothing is not the answer. We got to figure out what is best for the community. And the only way, and I I say this all the time uh, everywhere I go, the best way to figure out what's best is to bring everyone to the table. If we bring everyone to the table to figure out what's best for our kids, what's best for our school system, I think we can start on a path of building a foundation of safety. But the, the issue that we have is everyone want to go, go go to their corner and focus on their mm-hmm. little plans, and then we all, we all come together and no one agrees. Well, how about we come together in the beginning and, and so come up with a master plan, a good foundation, and build from that? And I think that's the key. We just need to keep talking about it, keep moving forward about it, and not let it – not waiting for the next time it happens. Hopefully, it doesn't never happen. But waiting for the next time it happens, now we're going to talk about it again. Keep the conversation right. going, keep it moving.
3: You know, mm. um, I, I found this article um, in regards to why inner city schools don't have mass shootings, right? And the article was interesting because in this article, it talked about a school in Detroit. And, you know, just Detroit is a tough, tough place. Okay, so uh, and it's, um, it talks about the school in Detroit, and the blurb says, Our Detroit school is a fortress. Every door is locked from the outside and equipped with sensors. Leave it open too long, and the alarm screeches through the hallway. Um, and they they their demographic in the school system is black, Latino, and Arab American. Um, they're confident. This school is confident. This is the west side of Detroit. The, the, in this article, it's talking about how the students arrive every hour, so an hour to 30 minutes earlier in their uniform before the bell even rings, uh, they go through a metal detector. They have their backpack search and they get patted down by security guards. Students get checked, parents get checked, administrators get checked. Everybody, the post postman get checked. Everybody gets checked. Um, they're greeted by a security guard, um, you know, and it, it's they, they it's a safe haven and and the the, the education level, you know they value education there and how they talked about how they're, you know, even though they're in the inner city of Detroit, the the test scores are good, the morale is good, the kids feel safer at school than they do at home, you know, and it's kind of dope that, you know, you look at the dynamic between other schools and inner city schools, you don't see these things. You might have an altercation, but you don't see mass shootings happening because of you know, I don't know if because these inner city schools are in the middle of these communities where the school might be the only safe house. You know what I'm saying? So it's just interesting. Like, why wouldn't it do you guys think it'll be cool that every school has the same mindset? Like, if, if, you, if it's about you coming home safe from school and you get education, everybody gets checked when they walk in. Everybody gets checked when they walk out. And it's respected. I, I mean, if it's not, I mean, that's like the Mr. Clark uh, lean on me scenario. Like, we locking the doors. This is going down. You ain't getting out, you ain't getting in. <laughs> you know, like, it, do we need to think of our schools this way? Or, or is that something, I mean, I would think the amount of money to do that would be costly. You know, but what are you guys' thoughts on that?
6: I mean, I believe I believe that's something that we may need to go to. I mean, obviously, I think there's a, um, we need to put a solution in place. For a perfect example, yes. when I go into work myself, you know, yes, I do work um, as a federal uh, government contractor in the DOD world. When I walk in mm-hmm. to, to that building, I go through a metal detector. <laughs> and so, if I right. have to go through that, you know, for the safety of everyone that's in that organization and that agency, then why can't we have that for our for our kids? Yes, you know, yes, yes, yes we're talking yes. about, you know, it's, yes, it's an extra layer. But guess what? Safety is important. I mean, I, I don't understand yes. what could be more important than education and safety, right? You know the, the, that we have we have, we may have to go that route, unless someone has yeah. a better plan that that's what? the route we may have to go into yeah. I mean
1: like and I, I and I get that, and it's like the the other side of the argument is um like parents are like my my kids should be going to school, not a prison my my kids like like and that and that's been the argument all along, like are we conditioning our kids to be prisoners? They're prisoners well, in the school for eight hours. But to hear they're, the they're, that. Un, they're under lockdown for they're, they're under lockdown for eight hours. You know what I'm saying? And it, it becomes a thing of like, if you grow up under lockdown and you do something and you uh, you come across the law, are you not conditioned already to be under lockdown in another institution somewhere else? Like, and that's that's the no. argument on See... the other side of it.
3: But see my, I'm not my, my, that's my
1: argument. I'm not but yeah, saying I get that's it. my argument. Yeah. But that that I, I, is that is a viewpoint that's out
3: there. Here's 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 a way to, to talk through that viewpoint. What? Your your primary goal and this is how I was raised, okay, and I'm the only I'm the first college graduate, um, on my mother's side of the family. You know, my grandparents had, you know, seventh and eighth grade education. You know what I'm saying? Like education is a privilege. You, you, you appreciate it. You're there to learn. You, you need to focus more on what you're learning and how you're going to apply those skills on your next level of education as opposed to the process in getting the education. So, if education the is minus, not valued
1: in this country the way it used to be. It's not, right? well,
3: that's it's true, not even but valued it's within the black community. But but see, I don't think that's all the way true. I think it is value. I don't think it's highlighted as the majority value. I, I mean, I know a lot of prominent I don't, I don't black think It i it might not be val um, I don't think it's I, I think it's not fair to say that as a whole it's not. Because I do believe that you have a lot of African American, Latino, Jewish, you know, whatever. They value education. However, it's not praised that way because of what the majority sees it as. So,
1: yeah, because I think that the dude that's standing on the block is getting more, He getting more props in the hood than the dude that's, I'm going to school, I'm getting straight A's, I'm going to leave school, I'm going to leave this hood, and I'm going to make something out of myself.
3: They look at him
1: like, nerd, clown, herb, why are you trying to be like the white people? And then, we fought for and then integration that, she, in the schools. And this, is, see, what, see, this
3: and then, is where we at now. And, but see, this is what I say to that, and I know my educators are going crazy listening. Um, and Kevin, I definitely want you to chime in. But what what I I would say then you're giving your power to the street to raise the community to raise your children, not your family. That's that that's where the dynamic is. We don't have a lot of uh, single, I mean, double family households with those values. And when we're talking about building foundational legacies for your bloodline. It's important that you instill those things at home. Yeah, you bet, say they might get teased and they see the glitz and the glam or they see the Instagram this and the Snapchat that or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, you ain't got nothing without an education. And I think once we instill those simple uh, components in the foundation of our kids, it's instilled them from childhood. It started from the beginning. We have kids knowing, that, that starts we have at kids knowing more party B from top to bottom than they know they're ABCs. That's a problem. And I think it's about it the. the yeah. it, it, and, but see, to say that because they see the dope boy on the corner hustling, oh, that's better than me getting an education. That's the norm. That's not the norm. I think it, it starts at nah, but start but,
1: but you, but you, but you got to look at, at those impoverished communities. And and what we're talking about, like you said before, we don't hear about a lot of mass shootings in these impoverished communities. Maybe because they're impoverished and mainstream really doesn't have a care for poor people um, or, you know, it's because these communities are already ravaged with enough violence. Around their community Like the school is the only safe place That is my safe haven If I don't want to get shot let me go to school If I want to live for the next 8 hours Let me go to school And that's wrong wrong That it has to be like that in the first place And what you're talking about is People people respecting education Like in my household My kids know Education is the foundation For whatever you want to do in life Education is the foundation Cause you can't do nothing being a dummy, and on top of that, we got so many educators in our family. I, I come from a family of teachers and principals and school administrators. So, education has always been that thing to me, where it's like, if I want anything better than what I have, and it's not that I was raised and, and didn't have nothing. I wasn't, you know, I, I still, I, I, I had privileges. Growing up I didn't have no silver spoon But I had a mom and a dad That was like hey son Education If if you like the way you live in now If you want to live better than this Then you need to go to school And you need to get an education So you can move on to the next level of your life But that's something that started in the home And when we talk about communities That don't have those support systems That are wrapped with poverty That are wrapped with hunger how, How do you it's, it, 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 it's just daunting and overwhelming to think of the problems within
6: the community. Correct. And, and, and obviously, you know, so, yes, so I, I do believe that people, school, the school system is important, right? Education is important. Um, I just don't think people um, take it as serious as, when I say people, I'm talking about leaders, don't take it as serious as we, oh. we need to. I remember a few mm-hmm. years ago, um, I think it was the, uh, the director of the CIA made a, when he was to, When the, the case was, the, they were talking about obesity, uh, childhood obesity. And he said that childhood obesity was a threat to our national security because the issue was we would not have had enough um, healthy um, kids coming out of high school or, uh, or 18 years old to join the military. And so that was a threat to our national security. I think we're. We we need to think of education the same way uh, because, you know, we these are our next leaders, you know, our next yep. president of the United States, our next Congress, our next um, secretary of defense, you know, which is mm-hmm. serious matters. You know, yes, <laughs> those are serious matters. I believe people, I think some of us, we take it for granted. I know I did when I was. In um, high school So I, was, I, went, I went to a private school Majority of my life So I did not go to uh, public school I went to private school Don't know where my mother Got the money from But I did go to private school <laughs> All my life Made a way out of nowhere exactly. St. Mm-hmm. Benedict's Prep Exactly St. Benedict's Prep All-boy preparatory mm-hmm. high school In uh, in the heart of North New Jersey mm-hmm. Right yep. And so one of the things They taught us At um, St. Benedict's Prep Was leadership You know, the, the kids The students ran the schools there was no such thing as locks on the door or on the, uh, on the lockers, no locks on lockers, you know, and if something was stolen, you brought the entire school into the gymnasium and we all stayed there until uh, we we found the stolen item. (laughs) You know, and so mm -hmm. those, those are the things that taught, you know, our, you know, helped me with, you know, concept of leadership and stuff like that. So, I think we need to be more engaging in school. Give our students more—I uh, don't want to say authority, but give them more ro- different a, a, a different yes a voice into mm-hmm. uh, what goes on in the everyday life. Yes, we do have a student that sit on the board of uh, board of education. Yes, we do have that, but we need something like that inside our schools. Maybe appoint someone that could be like the student principal for a month or something like. That. See, these things get kids involved. And, you know, they get to yeah. see how things um, are from the other angle. Um, and so just a quick breaking news for you all. You know, I'm, I'm a, uh, a, a news fanatic, but, you know, the president is going to address the nation in, in a few minutes. And so it's a possibility oh, that we may actually be going to uh, maybe go to war. <laughs> oh, so, Jesus, no huh. um, Yeah. So, um <laughs> For just FY, but anyway, so those are things that we need to focus on as well, and, and getting back to school safety. You know, I, I, it's just that, um, this, like I said, there's so many layers, so many layers. But we need to figure out what layer one is going to be. We got to start somewhere, yeah. and, and and if we keep the main thing, the main thing, and the main thing is keeping our kids safe. Period. Yeah. There's nothing period. else. Period. Right. Keeping our kids safe. Mm-hmm. Period. That's the that is the main thing. So what, is, what can we do to figure that out? And, you know, it's just like any other thing. You know, when there's a something major happening on the military base, we go into Force Protection Delta. I mean, we're locking the place down. You know, what happens right. if something takes place on the airport, you know, they're locking it down. So maybe we need to lock it down and then layer it back uh, from there. That's what we may oh, have to yeah. do in some cases.
3: You know, Kevin, I, we got to have you back on the show definitely before the election, before, you know, because – you have so many so many initiatives and things that you wanna do, you know, in your district, you know, represent the Democratic Party, you know, doing wonderful things and you know, so we definitely wanna have you back on because there's so many other topics, you know, between the environment, um, is a big thing and, and you know, our veterans, when they come back from being um, enlisted and they struggle, and, you know, it's like they have no no health. And then the health care, which is huge, you know, I have a, a mom who's on Social Security, you know, she gets Medicaid, you know, and it's like she, she, it's like, it's, it's crazy, like the restrictions, this and that, you know, so, um, Shout out your your website. How can, it, can people connect with you? Um, I know there's a lot of listeners that we have, you know, from all different parts of the country, but, you know, we might have some listeners that want to support and donate and kind of, you know, give you all that love to get you elected. in
6: Absolutely. I appreciate it. I appreciate the love. I appreciate all the support
3: yes yes kevin m Harris org. go to the site y'all check them out you got instagram you on twitter you on facebook You
6: uh, all I, of those i'm ones. on all of it yes yes yes, yes. <laughs> let me shout that out <laughs> kevin m harris.org it's the website you can catch me on okay. instagram and twitter at kevin m harris kevin m harris on instagram and twitter and on my facebook it's friends of kevin m harris friends of kevin m harris on facebook
3: nice topeness ladies and gentlemen so some love. We'll be back. JT's here. He got some sports to talk about. And then, you know, he has a personal story with his family and, and this whole, you know, bullying and all of that as well. So we're going to um, come back with more topics. We're going to do it. You know, we need some Jesus, okay? We need some Jesus in the school. We need some God. We need some faith. We need some support. We need a we need a hope and a prayer. So we're going to do some Smoky Norfolk, okay? We're going to go on a spiritual journey right now because we got to make some changes. I need you now. It's a mystery experience with Missy EJTT.
2: Not a second or another day Not an hour another day But at this moment With my arms outstretched I need you to make The way heavy I've done so many times through a window and open door. I stretch my hands to thee. Come rescue me. I need you right away. I an hour of another day but Lord I need you right away if I never needed you
3: I hope y'all loving the show. The comments. And we still have more comments to read as well. Um I mean we're gonna get to that in a little bit. But of course you got T. He he's been rocking and J T has blessed us with his voice. And we miss you so much, J T. Um I'm here. How you living? How you living? Look good, J T. Sure. What you got for us today, sir?
4: You know, the NBA playoffs are here. And for the first time in a while I am actually excited about these playoffs. Now mm-hmm. all of you know I hate Philadelphia sports. But I'm actually kinda looking forward to seeing these Sixers play. I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm saying that, but it's the truth. I'm saying they're, they're playing they're playing good basketball and uh and you know this, I would man, not they be balling. surprised. I would not be surprised if they made it to the the conference finals against Cleveland. I would not be surprised. So, yeah, man, uh, these Sixers are impressing me.
3: Go ahead, Stephanie. We're
4: balling. We're (laughs) balling. This is a Philadelphia
1: Philadelphia year. Let's, Let's not sleep. The Eagles, Villanova, the Sixers. Let's not forget the Flyers too, and then baseball yeah. just started. Come
4: on,
2: yeah. the
4: Phillies. The Phillies are doing absolutely nothing. Nah, just, just let that one go, but uh, <laughs> the Sixers, yeah, they got a shot. I'm
3: I'm about the newness. I, I need some freshness happening in the NBA. You know how I feel about the. It's just not the same anymore. So the JT, the fact that you're excited. You know, I might have to give it um, another go because I, I haven't really... I,
4: Yeah, these playoffs are actually going to be good, I think. Yeah. You yeah. I
1: got... Washington is playing Toronto starting tomorrow. That right. right. promises to be a good series because yeah. throughout the year, they, they, they matched up pretty well without having uh, their main dude on the team too. Right, so it's right.
4: A, I guess it's going to be an interesting playoff season. Cause yeah, Spurs play the Warriors tomorrow. The Spurs play the Warriors. The Raptors play the Wizards. Um, the Heat play the Sixers, and the, and the Pelicans play the Blazers. That's all tomorrow. So yeah, they've got some good games on.
3: I'm excited. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I would like it, JT. I um. I'm glad that you're excited because we'll know, you know, between your Giants and all of that other stuff, you ain't have much excitement about your team. I'm glad you're excited about another team. That makes me happy. Yeah, well, I'm a,
4: so, I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm not excited about anything basketball. My team sucks. They'll forever suck, and they'll just always suck. Because why? They're the goddamn Knicks, and they suck. <laughs> so,
0: so oh, Jay, I no, know, I no, know yes. switching
1: the topic a little from from basketball back to football. What what are you hearing in regards to the Des Bryant situation going well,
4: on? Apparently, when he left the facility today, he told Jerry Jones, "I'll see you twice a year." I don't know what that means. The only thing it could mean is what? he's trying to yeah, he's trying to stay in the NFC what? because he's yeah. He's trying to Ooh. stay in the NFC East. So, I, I, mm. I, this, I. This is what I think. He's not coming to the Giants because we ain't got the money for him. That, so, that leaves you guys in Washington. I don't
3: think he I want to know. go to Washington. I wouldn't
4: go there. I That's don't know. I, not, not with Noodle Alex Smith, but I don't know. All, all he said that he tried to see them twice a year.
0: Mm-hmm. So it it goes down. Mm. Mm-hmm. I say, I know. Yeah, make you think. Make you think. Yeah. yeah. Um
3: yeah. the only thing is what the only the the biggest difference though between the Giants um the Redskins and the Eagles. But doesn't Washington I mean doesn't the Redskins have like more room? For him than for everybody else?
4: I know Philly ain't so, got no money. And I don't know how they... Well,
3: pull I know they we don't. Out. So, Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking to bring him there, I mean, I, I would think it might be the Redskins. I don't know. I feel like I Washington had more money to play with than, you know, we got. And definitely more than the Giants got. But, you know, with Lodell and all his... Uh, Media Nightmares. <laughs> listen,
4: I, I would love to. Listen, I will be all in. I will. I would support Cutting Brandon Marshall to bring in Dez Bryant. I would support that 100%. Absolutely.
0: Uh-huh. But uh,
4: Interesting. I'll, I don't know if that's going to happen, but that's all that's going on. And I'm looking forward to it. Draft in two weeks is going to be great. I
3: can't wait. I can't wait. That's what's up, JT. That's what's up, man. You know, we gotta get the the news from you know from the man that loves sports, ladies and gentlemen. You know, because we we like sports and music and topics and love and sex and all that other stuff too. But I have to ask you, JT, because I talked about um, you earlier in the show, but I, I felt that it would. Be um, you know best that you talk about the situation. I know you talked to me about it off air, um, but you're talking about bullying and the school shootings and all of that. And you mentioned a situation yeah, yeah. and you're trying to figure out what you want to do as a parent to protect your daughter. So give give the people a little background and, and you know kind of and what are your thoughts and how to fix the issue. All
4: right. So my daughter comes to me and says, "There's a kid in her class who." Is racist. I said, okay. And first thing she said was, he's a boisterous Trump supporter. I'm like, all right, well, that doesn't necessarily automatically mean racist, but okay. Tends to go that way. But then she says, no, he said he supports Trump. He doesn't like black people, and he can't stand gays. I'm like, all right, well, that pretty much proves it right there. So then I said to myself, I said, now, nah, this kid is in high school thinking like this. I'm like, this is this, this sounds like one, of, you know, like he might go get an AR-15 and start shooting some shit up. That's the kind of kid that, that, that does all of this stuff from looking at the track record of all the mass shootings. It's dudes just like this kid in my daughter's school. And I'm like, yo,
0: mm-hmm.
4: I don't like it. Like, this is something's got to, you know what I mean? He, he, he out here being public about his racism
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: And, and and his and his hate, disdain, whatever you want to call it, for, wow. you know, other people, not him. So I'm like, well, what the hell should you do about this? I mean, of course, you know, let the, yeah. uh, the, the administration know and all of that. But I'm like, but then, because like we said before, you know, racism is a, Learn behavior. There's You're not tort. born racist. Yeah, there's,
0: there's right. that's
4: the Right. Right. So, for him to be, for him to feel that strongly about it in high school, that means his yeah. his whole family is racist. Right. So you know, I'm like, well, what the hell, What do you do about that?
1: Yeah.
0: I don't
4: know.
1: So well, what has done, what is being done?
4: Yeah. You know because I I've already you know notified uh you know the administration of this situation and you know it's like but what what do they do what can they do listen here boys stop being raised they can't they can't say that to him what can they do
1: the line is we can't do anything unless he he present, he he presents himself as a threat to, right. to um himself or or people around him that's that's the line like we can't Unfortunately, that's you know. Fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to call it, that's the society that we live in. Um, but as long as people are like raise the flag, like if you don't, even if you don't know the answer, raise the flag, cause if you oh, are yeah. quiet and then something and something happened, you are gonna be like, right. I knew I should have. No, raise the flags. Alert people that need to be alerted. Like this. Like here's the thing. People are like, oh, I got freedom of speech. I got freedom to do this. I got freedom to bear arms. Freedom is a responsibility, and just because you could do it, don't mean you don't have consequences from doing. It. Yeah, yeah you're free to you, say whatever you want to of say. Over
3: there, and and, look at and the people, think team.
1: however however you want to think, but that don't mean you're free from the consequences. Right. Every action right. got an equal and opposite reaction. So, like, it's, it's always, the, the, if you do something, there's going to be an equal and opposite reaction. So, and, but people, they take freedom uh, as, I can do whatever I want. No, that's not what that is. Like, freedom is a responsibility. It's a responsibility. We have to use it wisely. You know, um... And, and, and I just think
3: because a... I was gonna say, it's just because you got your freedom papers, don't mean you get your forty acres in a mute. I'm sorry, I just had a moment, but you got
4: you, got, you went real black. With that, you know, real, did, you, you went did. real tea just now.
3: I did. We I missed. I did. I
4: did. <laughs> um. Yeah, you
3: did. You went real, to so you the <laughs> truth
4: right there. I did, you because,
3: you know, it's a struggle with these streets.
4: But, I mean, it ain't,
1: nothing uh, I wrong, it ain't
3: nothing wrong with that. Right. I, you know, I had to put it out there. You talk about freedom. I got to go with the freedom. Uh, but, but, J.T., uh, uh, a suggestion came through from a, a school uh, administrator. Uh, it might be a good idea that the teachers have open discussions about these topics during class so that, you know, the conversation to be had that maybe he can possibly learn from other people. His peers. Yeah, I don't know. I
4: don't know. I don't know. But then the other thing that liberate. we talk about
0: Mhm.
4: The other thing we were talking about was, um and I saw a line that they, you know, they're trying to come up with different safety things in case these things happen. I saw this one hook up where they you know, the, it was like this lock on the inside of the door, like a, like a, you know, the chain in your, inside the your house, a real heavy yeah. duty yeah, for, I, in, for inside I've sen- seen I, it. I sent you that. I sent you that.
6: that yeah. You right, 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 right.
4: And I'm looking at it, and my first thought about it, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's not a bad idea. But then I'm like, well, wait a minute. Well, what if the, 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 the kid's in the classroom and pulls out a gun and then locks everybody in the classroom and can't nobody get in now? Like, well... That just backfired on the whole thing. So like, damn, it gets you really can't do stuff like that. But then, but you got a somewhere,
1: it, right? It, it it like, you like, got a shooter in the school and you lock doors so, in a in a manner that the school that the shooter can't get in. Like, a, a, a point that was brought out. Like, we go through all these active shooter drills in school. My kids go through the active shooter drills in school, and it's like they go through all these drills. But then i heard a kid raise the question to their parents, well, mom, if we going through these drills and the shooter is in the school, then the shooter is most likely going through the drills too. And understand the protocol and know what the plan is. Oh and wow, i
4: didn't even i didn't even think about that, Yep. I didn't even think about mm-hmm.
1: that. So you got to
4: start mm-hmm. somewhere.
1: You got to mm-hmm. start somewhere. And like, like even even talking to a mm-hmm. You know, talking about it with, with my kids, you know, um, unfortunately for, you know, my son, he's been around shooting in in the community. Like right? I've said it before, in 2009, we, we witnessed the murder um, outside of the barbershop that we go to get our hair cut and dude came out shooting. Bullets came through flying through the barbershop window. My son was five years old at the time. He didn't know, but it, it, it took a part of his innocence away. So, that, that shooting that we were in the vicinity and proximity of had to duck from bullets had a, a profound effect on my son in the sense of he lost a bit of his innocence. He lost, he lost a good deal of his innocence. Because at five years old, you know, your world is supposed to be full of wonder.
0: But at five
1: years old, he now had the stark realization that life ain't promised. Tomorrow ain't promised. The next day ain't promised. Everything ain't all sweet. There's some struggle and strife in this world. And, you know, he's very self-aware. So, like, when we talk to, like, I find myself over and over again whenever I'm I'm turning on the TV. And one of these articles are, are on uh, it's a school, it's a, it's a shooting in the school, you know, and I, I notice, I see how my daughter looks at the TV, or see, like, my son is kind of like, he walks around indifferently to it, but I'm like, son, if it's shooting, what do you do? It is like, duck and get out the way, duck and find cover, you know what I'm saying, like, and that's just, you know, in the neighborhood, if it's shooting in the neighborhood, what do you do? Duck and find cover, don't go towards the gunfire, get away from it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, heck, yeah. like it, it hurts me to my heart that you know I gotta have these kinds of conversations with my children. Like, and and I worry, like, cause there was a there was you know, not long after the Parkland uh, shooting in Florida, my daughter's school went on lockdown cause somebody called in a threat to the school. And when I got that text message that my daughter's school was on lockdown, my heart jumped into my throat. Like, yo, what? All I wanted to do was get up and run over to the school and get my baby. You know, know what I'm that. saying? Yeah. Yep. And and even though that's not they that's not the thing to do because number one, you can't get into the school. Um, it's it's, it's just like I, I gotta pray every day. I gotta pray a covering. I had the protection around my children every
3: day. You do. And, crazy. And you just don't know. And, and the thing, I kind of think back to, you know, and and talking about this topic, you know, I, when I was in school and, you know, we would have bomb threats and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, you know, and it was like, you know, little prank calls, you know, oh, we'll go up to school, whatever, you know. And you sit back and think, you know, because even when my mom and dad went to school, you know, and my mom and dad talk about the riots that used to happen in Newark, and they would have tanks going down the street and, you know, the race wars, and, and they would have these, um, these these drills when they were in school um, and how terrifying it was and how, you know, certain times of the day they had to go under their bed. And, you know, and this is in Newark. Like, this is in Jersey. You know, and you, and you sit there and think of living through those situations, and now – it's like you're you you're thinking that's happening from the outside in. And now it's kinda now it's it's from the inside out. Like now people are in the school doing this as opposed to out before it was someone from the outside going in and kind of making it happen. And it's, it's it's really scary, you know, but I think at the end of the day having these conversations um and, and continuing and so listeners you guys are tune in, continue to have these conversations. Um, be an advocate towards it because we all will eventually or might have a child in our family or in our immediate family that we're sending to school. And just how we want to come home from work every day safe, we also want to ensure that we're giving them the the ability to get that great education. You know, we want to make sure that, um, you know, it might not be a money thing. It, it might just be the values that need to be taught. And it does start, you know, right. in your home. It really does, you know. And I think that's that's key. But um, before we before we divulge um and and close out, I, I do want to read some of the comments because they're still coming through on social media, guys. So I'm loving I'm loving the social media action, ladies and gentlemen. So I posed the question: Why do you think there's an increase in mass school shootings today, uh, as opposed to the 80s and 90s? So Justin says social media. James Robinson: Social media advertises the best and the worst. Angie says, I have an article, Uh, you know, she talks about the article, how school systems are like prisons um, and how they're trying to uh, work through it uh, that way. Uh, Another comment came through, what would you do to eliminate school shootings? And Calvin says, nothing except for pump more money into education. To be honest, I don't know if money is really the answer to that. Um, I don't know. It's kind of like you... We all heard about what happened at Howard University, you know, the faculty was taking money. So I don't know if money is always the cure. Sometimes you got to give ABC123 the thing. And then the other question I posted was, what are your thoughts on teachers having guns in the classroom? Because oh. that was a huge thing. Erica says, if it makes them too safe, then do whatever you got to do at this point. Hold on a second,
4: Lee. Real, real quick, real quick, before I take off. If go they go put go. guns in the classroom, Black kids are going to be gunned down at astronomical rates in classrooms by teachers. That is the worst thing that could possibly happen. As soon as a black kid raises his voice, they're they're done for. Just like the cops. It, that, no, hell no. No way. And, and you know if that? they get black teachers, if
1: they get black teachers guns, when the, when the police come in to... Find the extra
4: shooter Who you think Gonna get shot first
2: Some
1: black teachers With
4: guns That's that's a recipe For disaster All the way Through and through
3: You know To be honest I don't know I know a lot of educators I don't know Any teacher That wants to have a gun I really don't So I think Even if it was enforced I don't think The majority of them Would take the job I think it would become A a virtue And value Battle that they would have Most of the teachers I know, I know teachers in in public schools, I know teachers in private schools, and I even know teachers who um, are are working in the minority school systems versus the suburban school systems. And most of them that I know, they don't want guns. That's not something that they they want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's up? we, we,
1: We have a caller named Keontae that would like to add his two cents on
7: the conversation.
3: Sure. Yes say welcome to
7: the show. You know, uh <clears throat> there is about twenty eight school states that allows t- teachers or uh, should I say personnel to have guns on uh on school campuses or school grounds. Uh the latest one is Missouri, I think. And Texas has about uh two hundred and ten School districts in the entire state where it's allowed, uh, and that's up to the citizens of their community mm-hmm. as they control their board to direct what they feel is best for the safety of their kids.
1: Right.
0: If not
7: the White House. Right. Not the Queen. Not Jesus.
0: Right. <laughs> right. It's right. the people. Mm-hmm.
7: Another mm-hmm. part. Guns don't, it's people that's doing the shooting. <clears throat> I'm a lifetime member of the NRA. You know, there's about 40 mm-hmm. or 44 African-American black gun clubs around the country. Mm-hmm. There's about six states, uh, six cities that require the citizens in this city to have weapons in their house. Kennesaw, Georgia, right outside of Atlanta is one. Nelson, Georgia. Uh, Another one in Utah, Gun Barrel City, Texas. So those things are already going on, in case Mm -hmm. nobody knows. And uh, what school districts should do, or should I say a building could do, they could put a fire door on the inside of the classroom. And when the alarm goes off, teachers just walk up and close that fire door. It's made out of steel and latch it. And that's one simple thing. They should have iron personnel outside the school building in towers or with AR-15s if that's what they choose. You know yeah. that uh, more people in the United States are killed by knives and other cutting instruments than with rifles, which include the AR-15. And more people in the United States are killed by hands, fists, and feet than with rifles, which includes the AR-15. So people are being hyped up on emotion. Another point I'm going to give yeah. you. All mm-hmm. street drugs should be legalized. And they should have dispensers where addicts go to get their fix. It can be safe, their proper quantity, and they can be monitored. And also, they can sign up for help. And th- the process can be taxed, where taxes go for treatment and other Issues in a community If you legalize street drugs Then what the heck would grain gangs be fighting over Right now they fight over the distribution And sale of an illegal substance Well if an addict can go to A dispensary Like some countries have Well they can get that drug at the dispensary but So there's been a lot of things
1: fighting Gangs have been fighting for more than just the sale of illegal narcotics. Long before illegal narcotics really took hold of our communities, there were gangs in the communities, and people fought. As far as the hype over the AR-15, I have a couple friends that own AR-15s. Their reason for owning the AR-15 is for safety in their house. They're not saying, I got this AR-15 because I want to go hunting, no, they're saying I got AR-15 because I live in a place where I may be the only minority in this place. And if people want to act up, they could come act up. But when they come act up, they won't get met with a big surprise.
7: But did So you know... their whole
1: purpose is to add it for personal security and safety in the house.
7: Yeah. Now, yeah, you
1: know realizing... What you what you just spoke on About people are mm-hmm. hyped up over an AR-15 But you look at the caliber Of an AR-15 to the caliber Of the handgun Those weapons are made sold For the sole purpose of destruction And for the sole purpose Of maximum carnage, maximum damage You shoot somebody with an AR-15 You taking off You you're putting some really big holes Can well,
7: uh, I stop you there Before you get too Go far ahead. Because you said some things that's not true I've got deer sausage and deer burgers in my refrigerator now that my barber uh, killed deer this season, and some of them had AR-15s. And an AR-15 can be calibered down to a twenty two caliber up to a 5.56. So to say that it's designed for doing carnages, that's not true. Uh, people use it as sport. They use it for a various number of reasons. And here's another thing. Who's to tell a person who's fearing for their life what they need, whereas they will feel safe? Some people just need a ADP. I got a burglar the on their line.
3: Uh, right. I got my own house. I'm a female and I have a house in Baltimore and I got my uh, infinity alarm system. That will uh, silence the police if I don't feel – like, I, I don't need a gun uh, Absolutely, to be safe at my own house. And here's yep. the thing, too. I get it. You want to be a homeowner. You want to protect your house. You want to protect your family. I get it. But when it comes to making decisions on where you choose to purchase a home or where you choose to live, Sometimes you got to make some better decisions and figure out, hey, do I want to cry? Or do I want to pray and run in my house every morning? Do I want to feel a little bit safe, look around, see what's going on, and get inside my house? Like, I just don't think, I mean, and I'm a female. I don't have a man in my home. So my thing is, look, my na- I know my neighbors. We look out for each other. This is what it is. I put my alarm on when I come in, the, come, leave the house, come in the morning. I put it on at night when I'm here. I don't need a gun to feel safe. I don't. Well, you and, know who's important. You of know difference. what
7: gender. You know what gender and ethnic group is out learning how to shoot and buying more guns? The black female. Women.
1: Yeah. yeah, I see yeah. So many black female what? gun yeah. clubs, uh, strutting out it's true. women only with, with their pink glocks and their purple glocks. Yeah. We're going to go out yeah. on black Thursdays and we're going to shoot these targets up. Now, like, in Atlanta, yeah. I, I'm
7: in Atlanta, North so, High School, in Atlanta, Georgia, North High School has a gun range in for its students. When I was a kid, I used to walk to school with my 22 uh, carbine on a shoulder strap over my shoulder. I walked down the street to go to school because we had gun practice yeah. after school. Yeah.
3: That's, well, Kelsey, where are you from? We had an accent. Well, what, what part of the, the states are you residing in?
7: <laughs> well, that was when I was in Missouri. I was in St. Louis at the time. And getting back what okay. a person needs, like I said before, some people think they need a 12 a gauge shotgun. Some may need a 22. A thirty-eight or forty-five. some may just need a baseball bat. But you cannot like, tell a person what they need in order for them to feel safe. What happens when yeah. the police say, I fear for my safety? They do what? They shoot you. Nobody's telling them that they should use a bat rather than a gun.
3: That's a,
1: that's a BS excuse anyway, because if you're that scared, you shouldn't be a police officer. That's just my personal opinion.
3: You know
7: if you're
1: scared I, to do like your things. job, you in the wrong profession.
7: Well I have seen police officers your
3: house, you need to move. Same difference. If you can't live in house, yeah, your I home, have seen
7: I've seen police oh, yeah. officers refrain from using deadly force then the then the suspect after he was she was they tried to tase him the suspect walked away and then he they stopped and turned around and shot the police officers. It happened you know, near Ferguson. About maybe two months ago.
0: Yeah.
7: Mm -hmm. This could be a whole
1: other topic. It is. But thank
0: you
7: for listening. Thank you for calling in and expressing your opinion. Yeah. You know, take your kids out and let them become scouts or something like that. Learn to shoot, man. It's a good activity. They may end up in the Olympics.
3: Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. That, that depends on what country we're going up against. I don't know if we need a head as an Olympic sport. <laughs> we might need to be caught together. Thank you, sir, for calling, calling in. in. Yes, yes. We appreciate like,
1: you
3: as a listener. Yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all enjoyed the show, man. Um, you know, this is just, again, the beginning of the topic, beginning of the show, um, you know, in these conversations, but we still haven't to touched on so many elements. The key and and talking about this, I'm a firm believer in the community. It's about your your unit. It's about your foundation. You know, maybe a group of parents can get together and have these conversations with their kids. And not a creepy conversation, you know, just kind of just just kind of create your own neighborhood groups where you guys can come together and facilitate these conversations, you know, at, at somebody's house, you know, because our kids are going to school, they get on the bus together, they walk to the school together, they walk at home together. You know, these are just all elements of, of, of pretty much taking care of your neighbor, being your brother's keeper, being your sister's keeper, you know. So uh, any school shootings in, in these different dynamics, we need to put a stop to it, and and I do I like the kind I like what Keontae said, you know about the board of education making those things happen from the community. I think the community first is, is the immediate way to make the impact, and you know yes we need politicians we need you know different individuals with in those capacities, but it, it starts in the in the environment where the kids are in school. So we, we just got to do better at that, um, and I think we all should continue that to, to have these talks with your family, talk to your loved ones, you know and and. Put that covering like T, you know, like T said, cover him. Cover your babies. Cover your husbands. Cover your wives. Just cover everybody. Just to make sure we are in a state of, of peace and, and, you know, and we not only want to pray for ourselves, we want to pray for the kids in the class as well because we don't know if anybody's praying with them at home as well. So, uh, T, those, those are my final thoughts, T. T, what are your final thoughts on this topic in school shootings and, and, and all of that? sir?
1: I really don't have no final thoughts. I just have an on, ongoing, it should be an ongoing conversation. Like that, I agree with what Kevin said. Um, yeah. It starts with um, the community. It starts with yeah. uh, having good leaders. It starts with having people that are in office that are listening to the people in their communities. And it mm-hmm. it, it, it it involves having um, people that are not entrenched
3: into their
1: office that that they are. Um, yeah again like common sense is nothing wrong with common sense gun law like i'm yeah. i am not against or opposed to gun ownership gun rights um i'm looking to get one myself cuz i just want one for that for my house because i think that that's, that's what i feel that i need to keep my house and my family safe so I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. Like I said, I, I have friends that have AR-15s. And, you know, it's not for show or brag, but it's for, you know, their own personal safety. But common sense gun laws. I'm all for common sense gun laws. There's, there's nothing wrong with having common sense gun laws. But we got to yeah. start somewhere. Like Kevin said, we got to start somewhere, and we got to pick a direction and keep moving forward from that point.
3: And uh, and 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 adding to your closing as a suggestion to anybody out there that's considering having a gun, and I'm, I'm just going to state a real fact uh, or opinionated fact that uh, if you're going to invest in a gun and invest in gun laws, have a real good criminal lawyer on your back because we all know how the judicial system works against individual shooting. Uh, we want to make sure we're fully covered and we understand the implications of accidentally shooting something, shooting somebody uh Threatening somebody, you want to make sure you're aware of the law uh, of the consequence, like you said, See You know, because you never know, you might. Yeah, yeah. Every action has a consequence, and it might be positive, might be negative. But make sure you got a good lawyer on your tail. That way, you can get that phone call if you're in a you're in a situation and you need to make bail. Uh, but that's another experience. That's T. JT joined us earlier talking about sports. amnesty. we'll catch on next week. You know, for some more conversations Be blessed. Be safe. Enjoy the weather.